this is Emma Meekham, and this is a chat, and this is the one about raising a parent. Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome back to the chat podcast. Today, I have a, what, how should I say, like a reoccurring guest a double featured guest. I mean, you can. I mean, I'm going to call it whatever I want. I guess double featured guest. Today I have Maisie Clark with me. What up? If some of you um, frequent listeners recall, Maisie has been on the podcast before. Um, she did an episode with me called The Adventures in Europe. Um, so if you want, go check that other podcast out. We talked a lot about her, um, I guess, adventures in Europe <laughs> yeah. and um, some of the mishaps and things that happened while she was living in Russia. So that's really an interesting story. So go check that out. Um, but yeah, today we're just gonna, we're gonna go back to our roots again. Um, Lately, the last couple episodes I've been doing have been more topic-based, but we're going back to our roots again and doing another storytelling episode. So I'm really excited about that. But before we go back into that, Maisie, how have you been? I've been, you know, just chilling, <laughs> just going to school and just hanging up out. Up at BYUI. Yep, I'm still up there. I graduate next year, but I don't know when. Yeah. Either July I'm the same or December. Way. No, literally the same way. Yeah. Because I don't know. I don't know. I need to go to a counselor or something. Oh, no, me too. <laughs> and just like ask them how things are going because both of us are transfer students. Both of us mm -hmm. went to Chandler Gilbert, graduated, and then transferred to our respective BYU. Actually, I never even graduated from Chandler Gilbert. I never really? got my associates. So. Are you for real? Mm -hmm. Oh, well. Uh, <laughs> I take that back. <laughs> we both transferred. That's true. Yes. We both transferred and then went to our respective Brigham Young Universities, true. me in Provo and you in Rexburg. Mm -hmm. um, have you changed your major since the last time um, we no, podcasted? I have not. Well, technically, yeah. Okay. Yes, I have, but not really at the same time. So I am studying um, interdisciplinary studies. It's basically a blanket major and it has a whole bunch of stuff like accounting and other things underneath of it. Like it's basically a major where if it, like if your area of study doesn't fit under another uni like university like study, it goes into interdisciplinary studies. Mm -hmm. So I'm um, focusing in catering and event planning and horticulture. But whereas where I... What is horticulture? Horticulture is uh, plant sciences. It depends on... Like mine isn't... I don't have a focus in it. So I'm just taking a broad array of classes in the mm -hmm. horticulture world. So I, I took like a home gardening class this past semester. Um, and applied um, alternate cropping systems. Like, wow. And then like herbaceous ID. So I can name a whole bunch of different flowers and plants and stuff. So it's kind of cool. But yeah, last time I was here, my um, concentration was interior design. Mm -hmm. And then they decided to dissolve the cluster. But they didn't tell me that. So I'm still trying to sign up for all these like interior design classes. Mm -hmm. And 
one of my other teachers is like, oh yeah, they dissolved that program like last spring. And I was like, Jeez. oh, that would have been nice to know. So yeah. yeah, now I'm doing horticulture and I actually really like it. It's a lot of fun. So I'm, I told you this before, but I'm taking a floral design class at BYU. Yeah. I'm so excited. You should be. I it's love so much flowers. I, I love them so much. I used to be like, I guess for lack of a better word, like a Scrooge about like flowers. Oh no, me too. When I was younger, I was like, flowers are so dumb and I don't want boys to buy me flowers because they just die. Okay, and are we here's the same person. Okay, pretty much. <laughs> but here's the thing, folks. I love flowers and I don't care that they die. Like they look nope. nice. Yeah. And they make me feel good. I love that. And I, I love growing flowers too. Mm-hmm. So like if a boy bought me like a little, oh, sorry sorry table um like (laughs) like flower pot and then said like here's the seeds you can grow them like you are so kind that's precious so that's never happened flowers yeah that's that's never happened so um there's a whole psychology (laughs) behind um like flowers and how and plants and how they make you feel really because like please um, tell me more so flowers and plants they give off positive ions into the like it's kind of like almost like a salt lamp kind of like they diffuse energy and so um they make you feel happier and they clean the air as well Mm -hmm. so it's if you're ever like like feeling down or you just want a pretty plant it'll make you feel good and then like also like that's why like even like people i'm like messing up all my words so feel free to cut that out but um we're both really congested too. <laughs> I'm like dying. I We're apologize. both congested. I just want to say, I my voice is not as good as it normally is not because I took a disgustingly long nap on Sunday <laughs> as I normally do, but this time it was like exceptionally long, mm. and I didn't go to bed until like two thirty last night. And sometimes I do that, but most of the time I don't. Usually I'm in bed by like eleven. So I, wish I could be you. Uh, well, I try I try to not hate my life as much the next day. I love sleep. I love sleeping. Mm-hmm. And I love taking naps and all that crap. So when I don't have enough sleep, I just hate life. So, yeah. True. So we both apologize for our voices not being as mm-hmm. great as they normally are. But anyway. Yeah. So what are you looking forward to in the next, like, year or so? graduating hopefully yeah <laughs> I'm so done are you just going to get your bachelor's yeah and then just the bachelor's nice I you can't really like there's not a master's program really for mm-hmm. what I'm doing it makes sense like, I was just making sure yeah you go you get your bachelor's if you want it you, like the thing with my degree is like in my field of like my career field that I'm going into is that most of it is done by like taking like a few like little courses or like learning on YouTube. Most of these people who like like Mindy Weiss who does like all like Kim Kardashian like the big celebrity parties like <laughs> she is amazing. Like you mean putting millions of rose petals in Kylie Jenner's house? Yeah, I would love that job. <laughs> Honestly, I thought it was disgusting and I thought it was a complete yeah, waste. That's that a part a of flowers of that I was like, that but... is a whole, total waste. And you know that she's not picking that up. Oh, yeah. No, definitely not. I saw a meme the other day that was like this guy that just like walks in like really, really annoyed and like can't believe in it. It's like Kylie Jenner's <laughs> maid when she walks in and sees yes, all the rose that. petals. And I was like, yes. 
Yeah. I don't I mean, think that's romantic, but if you buy me a bouquet or buy me a pot mm-hmm. of a flower, that's romantic. It was a very grand gesture, and I appreciated that, but, like, dang, how many roses? Like, that is so many roses, and just to shatter them yeah. and put them on the floor. I mean, it was gorgeous, but, like, not practical whatsoever. Yeah. It can be done with, like, the fake, like, silk like rose mm-hmm. petals that you can get at like Hobby Lobby in like a mm-hmm. big bucket. But other than that, like it's a little extreme. Ridiculous. But it was freaking awesome at the Ridiculous. same time. Ridiculous. No, you will not get <laughs> any approval from me. No. All right. Well, now that we've talked about pop culture, flowers, and <laughs> other not really important things, um, we're going to. Got to get some light into yeah, the podcast. Yes. We're going to. Really yes. Dark. Yeah. This podcast is going to be a little bit deeper and more um what's the word I'm looking for not depressing I don't think it's going to no, be depressing I don't but think so it's just kind of like more solemn yeah more serious podcast it can have a heavy weight to it yeah and so. I'm sure I'm sure from the title you know what we're going to be talking about but um we're just gonna dive in so as said before in the podcast that we did previously Maisie and I met when we were in seventh grade and when I met her your mom was being remarried yes and um I didn't really know why and I didn't I didn't really like ask any questions um but later like becoming better friends and stuff I found out that your dad had passed away Mm -hmm. so I guess my question like the most basic question is like what happened okay so this is going to be a very long ex- explanation really yeah. i'm gonna give some backstory well yeah. not really a backstory but just like i'm gonna lead you up up into the event so my family growing up we had family living in utah as most families do i don't know maybe that's just me but i feel like a ton of families have at least one relative in utah mm-hmm. but um so we were going up to visit my uncle who is my dad's brother and they lived in the Utah Valley somewhere. Um, and we would go visit them for like a week or two. And then we'd go up to my grandparents' house. So my grandparents, the year, the summer previous to this, this, this happened in 2007. So they had moved up to um, the Cache Valley in 2006. And so we were going to go up and kind of almost like christen the house with everybody <laughs> like 4th of July it's like one of our like family's like biggest holidays that we would celebrate together because like it was easy to gather together in the summer when nobody really had mm-hmm. like work or school and we could all gather together and have fun and go on vacation and stuff yeah so we were going up for the 4th of July like I said um so we had we had spent to, our time to Utah Valley or Cash Valley. Cash Valley. Okay. So we were staying in Utah Valley in Riverton. Okay. And so we had after we had um, spent our time there with my cousins in one house, then we all <laughs> congregated up <laughs> to Cash Valley to go to my grandparents' house, and we had gotten there like a few days before the Fourth of July, so we had some time just to kind of hang out. There was like tractor and car shows and mm-hmm. just all the fun, you know, normal small like, town kind small of town festivities. Gotcha. And so the day had kicked off normally, Fourth um, of July. Um, we had gone to like one of the little like small town Utah parades with throw candy at you, and mm-hmm. it's the big event of the town. And there's rodeo queens and floats and the fire department spraying water at you you know normal stuff Mm -hmm. um 
And so we had done that, and then we had um, a few hours until the um, – because Utah State University does fireworks just like like the Stadium of Fire. And where, where is the Stadium of Fire? Is that Lavelle? Um, I don't know. Okay. Well, <laughs> Stadium of Fire is down – It's in Utah. It's in Utah. Or is it – it's in Salt Lake City somewhere, mm-hmm. I think. Um, so this is like kind of their version of the Stadium of Fire, um, just at the um, stadium for Utah State. And so we were going to watch those fireworks from like my grandparents' house because you can see the stadium from their house. And so we didn't want to deal with traffic. So mm-hmm. we were just kind of waiting around. So we had gone to – this. sorry, that was like off topic. That, oh. that happens later in the day. So it's after the parade, we go to my great-grandma's house, and she lives in Clarkston. And that's where my family's from. Mm-hmm. Maisie Clark, Clarkston. Yep. Fun fact. So we had gone there just to have lunch and just to chill for a few hours on the farm until like it was dark enough so we could go back and do fireworks. And so we had we just spent a few hours there and then we drove back to my grandma's house, which is about 20 minutes away. And then we were just kind of like loafing around, kind of taking our afternoon naps before the festivities began. Mm-hmm. And so my another backstory so we had um a quad or an atv or a four-wheeler they're called so many different whatever you want to call it whatever you want to call it we called them quads growing up and so um oh sorry (laughs) no you're good as i was saying um we had brought up our quad to utah because we didn't get much riding time in arizona because most of the time it's hot and there's not a lot of places to ride quads unless like you go up to like Usury Pass or something where there's or like the sand dunes. But we didn't really get much use out of it unless we had brought it up to Utah. And my parents just it would it was just sitting in our backyard under a cover for most of the year. Mm-hmm. So they're like, well, you don't we don't ride it anymore. So we had some friends in Utah that wanted to buy it. So we're going to take it on one last like ride before we sell it to them tomorrow, which is, would have been the four, like the 5th of July. So at least I think that was what happened. That's what they said. But then again, this was 12 years ago, so mm-hmm. I don't remember most and of how anything. how old were you? Oh, I was nine okay. years old. So I was in between third and fourth grade when this happened. Mm-hmm. So um, I was quite a child at the time. Yeah. It's like how many years ago? 12. Yeah. So I'm 21 now. Um, yeah, this past 4th of July, it was 12 years, which is a mm-hmm. long time. Yeah, that's a long time. Yeah, so they taken it to like one last spin and it was probably like 7 30 at this point but the sun's still up because in utah the sun doesn't set until like mm-hmm. 10 and that especially in the summer yes especially in the summer so we it was still like a little while until we had time to go set off fireworks and have fun and so we, me and my cousins were just kind of playing around in the grandparents' house, like, getting ready, like, organizing all the fireworks from, like, the small little ones that, like, the kids could do, like, the poppets and the mm-hmm. snakes, I think. You set them on fire and they go, like, mm-hmm. um, and, like, flower bombs and anyway. So we were just kind of waiting around and my, my mom had left her pink, hot pink razor at the time, like, it had like rhinestone hearts all over it super cute everybody had razors i wanted one so what she do you had, mean razor like the phone like the razor phone like the oh. motorola ones like i was thinking yeah. like 
I was like, is she talking not like about a shaving, a razor. shaving razor? No. Or is she talking about like a scooter? <laughs> no, like, <laughs> a scooter. Like I was like, what do you mean? Razor, Motorola razor phone. Okay. They're super cool. I always wanted one. So my parents had like my dad had a black one. My mom had the pink one. Okay. Super cute. Couple goals. Anyway. <laughs> and so she had left hers behind, and so my dad had his. And so it was getting kind of late and we're like, oh, where are they? Like, they didn't tell us like where they were going. They just said they were going on a quad ride. Mm -hmm. And so, um, your mom was with him. Yes. And so they had gone off. I was like, kind of, it was, it was starting, like, it was starting to get a little darker. So we're like, okay, like now what are we going to do? Like, where are they? And I just like kind of didn't give it another thought until like later. Were the other adults wondering too? Yeah. They they were were just kind of like, they kind of like left us alone. Like all the kids. Cause like, you know, kids. Well, I mean, you guys are all entertaining yourselves. Yeah, like, we didn't really, like, we were all having fun by ourselves, and the other, like, aunts and uncles were off doing, talking or taking a nap or something. Mm -hmm. And so I had, like, I had called my dad's phone from my mom's phone, kind of like, okay, like, kind of, like, seeing, like, what time they would be back or if they were on their way back or, Mm -hmm. like, how much longer. And she didn't pick up. He didn't pick up, sorry. And I was like, oh, okay. So, like, they're probably like, oh, they probably don't have service because they're probably – because my grandparents live at, the, like, the base of a mountain. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I was just like, oh, they probably don't have service. It's fine. I, like, waited, like, another, like, half hour, called again, nothing. And I was like, okay, they should be back by now. I kind of went outside to see, like, what the – if they had gone out and they just weren't answering the phone. And I was like, nothing. And I was like, hey, guys, like, do you know when my parents are going to be back? They're like, no, we don't. Like, I'm like, okay, whatever. So I go back to playing with my cousins and I'm like, okay, I'm going to call again and just to see. And so I called again, nothing. Called how, again. How were you feeling around this I was time? like, it was really weird of my parents not to answer their phones. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, this is kind of weird. But you didn't really think that But I didn't really it. like, I'm like, whatever, it's fine. So, uh, but I kept calling like every other like minute as annoying children do when their yeah. parents don't pick up their phones. Yeah. So I kept calling and calling and calling and I finally like left the guest room because that's where me and my cousins were playing. I left the guest room and gone outside and um, all my aunts and uncles were sitting on the porch, which is just right outside the guest bedroom. And they were all, they kind of looked worried and I was like, hey guys, what's happening? They're like, go back inside. And I was like, okay. So I go back inside. The sun's set by now. I was like, what is happening? Yeah. This isn't this isn't good. I I don't know what's happening, but it's not good. Mm-hmm. And so, but like they told me not to worry, and I was like, okay. And everyone's just kind of like freakishly calm. And I was like, but I didn't know what's happening. Mm-hmm. But I think we had they I don't this is like the part that I don't remember. I remember calling my parents, them not picking up going outside and asking what was happening they told me to go back inside and then I remember being I don't remember what had happened next but I just remember like in between that time I don't know how much time had passed I don't know if it was an hour Mm -hmm. an hour and a half like half an hour I have no idea um but all of a sudden we were in my aunt and uncle's car one of my um my uncle Mike my dad's other brother Mm -hmm. and so they were taking us to the hospital and I was like "Uh uh-oh like what's happening and like everyone's just silent and I'm like this isn't good and then I remember no yeah I had no idea they didn't tell me what had happened they were just like okay we're going to the hospital I was like oh what's happening (laughs) so I and then like I don't remember getting out of the car just remember being in the hospital and we were on like 
I'm like trying to revert back to like my Grey's Anatomy. Like, what is the term? <laughs> I wouldn't say trauma bay, but like something similar to a trauma bay. Mm-hmm. Um, I just like saw my mom on this gurney being wheeled and she was covered in blood. And I was like, uh oh, that's not good. I'm mm-hmm. like, what's happening? And she's just like, she, I don't even know. She, she wasn't like unresponsive, but she was just kind of like in shock. Yeah. And so, um, like all me like me and my siblings it was all four of us my youngest brother is like four mm-hmm. um and so we were like taken into the supply room and with like this like male nurse and another n- another nurse lady and they're like okay um there's been an accident your mom's fine but your dad's gone and i just like was like wait like gone like not at the hospital like where is he and they're like he passed away and I was like wait that's what like Mm -hmm. I like my nine-year-old mind couldn't really comprehend like it could comprehend but like I was still kind of like I was in shock I was like okay wait a minute what does that mean like he's what and so, and then they just, like, gave us some water and, like, something to, like, eat just so, like, we could have something. Like, because we get, I don't even, I don't remember. But they're, like, just, like, that kind of, like, helps, like, when people work in shock. Like, you give them, like, a water, like, something to snack on or something mm-hmm. just so they can get, their, like, their bodies kind of working again. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of, like, wait a minute. Like, what? And then cut scene. This is all, like, cut scene after cut scene. I was just, like, yeah. boom, boom, boom. Well, I mean, like. Yeah. It's really traumatic. And so it mm-hmm. makes sense that there's, like, lost. Yeah parts of time yeah. for you mm-hmm. and so um after they had gotten my mom like cleaned up and situated um they took us into her room and she just kind of told us like um we got into an accident I tried to save him but I couldn't and I was like holy like well like what happened like n- nobody everyone was kind of like avoiding like that like kind of like obvious question like what happened because yeah. like when you have like four young kids like they're gonna they're gonna ask questions because mm-hmm. like I was nine Bentley was 11 and so she was kind of like th- she was older so she mm-hmm. kind of was she kind of knew what was happening but none of us were crying because I think we were all just kind of like wait not really understand yeah like happening. it was so confusing and then all of a sudden another cut scene we're back at my grandpa grandma's house because they had like discharged my mom and she was wearing like a little brace because she had broken, I think she broke her collarbone or something. I don't remember. But um, she was sitting at the table and she was just like eating a piece of bread just so she could take some medication. Because mm-hmm. obviously like very traumatic, still in shock. And mm-hmm. so I was like, I don't know what to do. Like I have no idea like what's happening. I Like I know what's happening, but like I just didn't really want to accept it at that mm-hmm. point. So I was like, here, just take this, me- like take this sleeping thing so you can go to sleep and just like not forget about it but kind of just like get it out of your mind kind of thing Mm -hmm. and I was like okay and so we had all gone to sleep and the next morning I had woken I was on the couch and like everybody knew at that point and so everyone just kind of like we were all very quiet the house was just like even like the younger kids like not really like loud and rambunctious like Mm -hmm. we usually are So the whole house had like a stillness to it. And I remember my cousin Brooke, she's a few months younger than me. She had drawn a picture 
of my dad and she like was like right by the couch where I was sleeping and I told her and she's like I know I'm so sorry and I was like okay this this happened and now what like what do we do like we're on vacation this is supposed to be like a fun time Mm -hmm. and now my dad's gone like I'm like I don't remember like what but I was the one I was like the one sibling who took it very well Mm. like I don't remember any of my other siblings reactions because Jonah was too young to remember Mm -hmm. like I don't recall Noah's reaction Bentley still I don't really know we don't really like talk about it a Mm. lot but I was the one who took it surprisingly for like a nine-year-old like but like once it all settled in and I was like okay everything's gonna be fine because like the plan of salvation I got Mm. that down so I was like okay everything's fine and everyone's like wow like me you're taking this really well you're nine years old like how mm-hmm. are you comprehending all of this I'm like oh you learned it in primary we're gonna be together again it's gonna be fine and I was like mm-hmm. like looking back on that I'm like holy crap like if that yeah. would have happened like any earlier or later like who knew if I was gonna like react that same way mm-hmm. like I I don't know I have no idea yeah. but yeah um what do you remember about the time after like the year or two after I guess after he passed away um it was all kind of not a blur but kind of like almost like kind of numb feeling Mm -hmm. because I remember when we first got home like in between like getting home and the funeral like and like in like a member of the church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints have to say that like the Mm -hmm. whole thing um like as they usually do when like somebody dies or something happens or like, somebody has to go to the hospital or like even like when someone has a baby like everyone comes over and they bring you like groceries and like yeah. dinner and stuff that's how like our house was when we got home like it was just full of like groceries and we got build bears and blankets and I was like what is yeah why are we getting all these presents this isn't a happy occasion mm-hmm. like and everyone was just kind of like okay like you guys take as much time as you need to like adjust like Mm -hmm. we don't expect anything from you guys and I remember like getting home and it was like we got home like a late Saturday night or an early Sunday morning and um I was like okay well we're we had to go to church Mm -hmm. that's it's Sunday we go to church and my mom's like not not this Sunday we're not going and I was like but shouldn't we go it's like we need to be there and my mom's like just just go watch TV. Like, don't worry about it. And I was like, okay, this is weird. Yeah. And then funeral, everyone's back in town. And then after that, like, it was like a few weeks until not like a month until school started and everybody at school knew, like all the faculty knew. And I was just kind of, okay, this is weird. Mm -hmm. And then after that, just kind of trucking along this and then my mom she did as best as she could Mm -hmm. raising four kids by herself yeah and we were brats so yeah yeah sorry mom (laughs) if you're listening I apologize for how bratty I was 
But, like, because, like, every kid deals with, like, grief and loss in different ways. Mm. Again, mine was anger. I had severe, not severe. I wasn't that bad. (laughs) But, like, I had anger issues. I had to go to counseling because, like, I was a kid. Like, what else am I supposed to do? I'm going to lash out. Mm -hmm. And, yeah. So, I did that. Um, It was fine. What were were some of the transitions that um you guys experience like as a family what were some of like the personal transitions like does that make sense yes um I guess like we all had to pull our weight differently Mm -hmm. but even then like I think my mom took it all on herself because now she was acting as both parents Mm -hmm. and so she was constantly like from my point of view she was stressed out because like she didn't she only went to like a year of college and then she Mm -hmm. had my sister, she got married and then had my sister and then had all of us. And so she hasn't had like a job and she didn't go to school to get like a degree in anything. So Mm -hmm. she was just kind of like struggling. Yeah. And so, and then all of us like still growing up into those crucial years, like Bentley was turning 12. Mm -hmm. I was like, we were all growing up and my mom's like, okay, I have all these kids who are becoming adults now. (laughs) And so she did her best. So I don't know if that answers your question. But, Um, yeah. So your mom got remarried. How many years was it after? It was almost three and a half. Okay. So um, I was 12 at this point. Mm -hmm. Um because my birthday is in February, she had started dating my stepdad early summer. They were engaged, I believe, in July and then married in October of 2010. Mm -hmm. So at that point, it had almost been three and a half years since my father had passed away. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's a pretty good amount of time. Yeah. In between, like, I wasn't mad at her. I'm like, you're, like, I didn't think of it as, like, she was replacing my dad. Because, like, that can't be done. You can't do that. But you Mm -hmm. can, like, insert another fatherly figure, which is what my brothers needed. And Mm -hmm. we needed some (laughs) definite, like, we needed some authority. (laughs) Not to say that, like, fathers are the only ones who can give authority. But, like, my father was pretty strict. Not strict, but, like, he didn't have time for nonsense so (laughs) and then like yeah so growing like not growing up but having those like few years without like a strict authoritative figure I feel like I feel like sometimes in households there's like the stricter parent and then the more lenient parent would you say that your dad was a strict one and your mom was the more lenient one yeah I would say so because my mom was like a stay-at-home mom and my dad worked all the time so Mm -hmm. like he was definitely the more, like, I wouldn't say, well, yeah, like, he had the authority in the house. Like, he mm-hmm. was, like, he was dad. And dictator. what dad said goes. Not dictator. I wouldn't say that. But, like, I don't know. Just, like, dad's the one Dad's who, the boss. Yep. He's the boss. But also, he'd always say that my mom was the boss. So I was love very that. confused. I love, <laughs> I love that. But, yes, my, my mom was still very strict with us, but not as strict as my father. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. So... So how was, how was that transition of like combining two families? Because you have step siblings, you have four, 
four yes. step siblings i have four step siblings and so um that was rough because mm-hmm. we had to uproot both of our families and combine totally. them into one in a completely different place and so um yeah that was weird because i mean like not everybody does this like not everybody like they don't combine families completely because like like usually like when somebody gets like married they it's like usually like a divorce or something other circumstance and so like there's always that other family to lean back on so there's Mm -hmm. like they're not everybody's in one place all the time yeah but that's how it was with our family like we didn't have a place to escape and go if something was like if somebody was bothering us or anything and and your stepdad's wife had passed away as well yes so um toby's wife had passed away from uh, breast cancer a few years prior Mm -hmm. so um both coming from yes being widows and widowers Mm -hmm. and so we all we had so much in common with like like our families like it was we're we still find out stuff like how like weird connections between both of our families and it's Mm -hmm. like whoa so yeah yeah. so yes i have four step-siblings and so now there's eight of us yeah eight eight children Mm -hmm. under one roof with two completely different like parents and family and family cultures and everything and it was the first few years were kind of they were rough yeah because a year after um actually not even a year like a few months after my parents had gotten married my mom got really sick Mm -hmm. and to this day we still have no idea what she was sick with Mm -hmm. (laughs) nothing nothing it was the weirdest thing so yeah so my mom got really sick and so i was like crap what do i do now like my dad died and now my mom's sick and she might die like what what's going to happen to us mm-hmm. so i had to grow up really quick when i was like 13 yeah because i like me and my th- like my two other sisters and i we had to be the women of the house like we had to act mm-hmm as my mom and we we cooked dinner we cleaned the house we had to we had to grow up very very fast especially me since I'm the youngest girl out of all my siblings and so I I consider like like that like whole transition from me like when they got married when I was 12 up until like now basically is me growing up Mm -hmm. because I had to really learn what my place was in the household Mm -hmm. and how to like connect with everybody and make sure everybody was doing okay and like help run the house when my Mm -hmm. mom couldn't yeah and so I had to give up my selfish ways and really kind of give up being a kid yeah I really had to I couldn't be a kid anymore like after that had that had happened with my mom I was like okay I'm an adult now. Not really, but like I had to act as an adult because like growing up, my mom did all my laundry for me. She like, she cooked dinner. Like we didn't really have responsibilities. Mm -hmm. And then moving into this house, like I was expected to pay for my phone and pay for everything I wanted. And I had to babysit to earn money. And then I had to, if I wanted new clothes, I had to buy them kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Like it was very like, I, I was an adult at this point because I had to pay for everything I I needed and that Mm -hmm. really helped me like grow into who I am now because I know that like not everything's going to be handed to me but yeah so that whole dynamic like shifting up our entire world and moving to Queen Creek (laughs) literally (laughs) when we moved there like it's been almost nine years at this point 
nobody knew where we were going. Like, mm-hmm. I knew where Queen Creek was because my cousins lived there, but they lived, like, out in, like, BFE, like, completely, like, the boondocks of <laughs> Queen Creek. And so I was like, oh, that's that's where we're moving. And I was like, no, we're not moving that far. It's, like, just 15 minutes from our house. I'm like, okay, that's not, that's not that bad, mm-hmm. but it's still pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we moved in the middle of, like, the second quarter of junior high in seventh grade. So I had, like, I had just been made friends with Emma. Mm-hmm. And then my mom's like, oh, and now we're moving. And I was yeah. like, oh, great. Mm-hmm. I have to move. This isn't going to be fun. So I begged. And I was like, mom, can I just stay here for the rest of the year? I don't want to move to a brand new school in the middle of the year. Like, mm-hmm. that does not sound, like, fun to me. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, seventh grade is a very fragile year. Yeah. You're so insecure. Like, yes. And so You're I... so nervous. I already didn't have a lot of friends to begin with. Mm-hmm. And so I just had to uproot myself but we we had moved but um the rest of us continued going to school where we were going and then the next year we were going to start Mm -hmm. in the queen creek school district yeah and so yeah i'm very surprised that we're actually still friends yeah that amazes me yeah how i moved forever away at the time i know yeah but it's pretty crazy so kind of transitioning into like again your dad um what's something that you miss about him well like I was saying earlier like I didn't see a lot of him growing up because he was working and that was it like he was just kind of like you know like I'm so glad when daddy that that Mm -hmm. song that primary song that's Mm -hmm. basically the extent of the relationship of my father I feel like I like when he was here when I was growing up I didn't know him very well but like now that he's gone I feel like I know him even better which Mm -hmm. is weird like you wouldn't think that's how things work but like I don't know like the I that's really sad to say this but like I don't remember a lot about my dad Mm -hmm. because I was very young like he's been gone like longer than I've known him Mm -hmm. so like that's very like hard for me sometimes because like since I was only I was a a wee little child a wee lass (laughs) and now it's been 12 years since he passed away I I don't remember most of him and I feel even bad for like my younger brothers Mm because they don't remember him like at all almost Mm -hmm. and it's so sad but um I guess I I don't even know honestly I guess I just like miss him being around like Mm -hmm. that's like a cop-out answer but no what's your favorite memory with him okay I was just talking about this with my sister the other day um, because I was watching Nacho Libre (laughs) as one does when they're super bored and it's like 11 o'clock at night. (laughs) Um, So when that movie had come out, it was 2006. So this was, yeah, that sounds about right. It was (laughs) like the year before he had passed away um, and it was a school night and it was really late, like very late at night. And him and his best friend like and like my best friends growing up they had they had seen somewhere that nacho libra was playing at like 10 o'clock at night on like a tuesday or a wednesday mm-hmm. so 
<laughs> and we were all about to like go to sleep mm-hmm. and then my dad's like hey do you guys want to go see a movie <laughs> and we were all just like heck yes we do yeah. it's a school night <laughs> this is like so cool because like being like eight years old and being like able to stay up mm-hmm. really late to go do something fun unheard of yeah like i thought <laughs> i was know her. <laughs> <laughs> exactly like i was the coolest kid in the world yeah um i was very grumpy the next day but um <laughs> i just yeah we just went and saw like in my mind like 10 30 it's like now like think about 10 30 now it's like oh the night's still young the night is still young <laughs> we have so much to do <laughs> like easy i can stay up that late yeah. no problem but like when i was eight years old like 10 30 at night seemed like three o'clock in the morning to me mm-hmm. and i was like this is so cool like i get to go see a movie so late at night this is awesome and so we all just packed up our car and went to like the little discount theater over by superstition mm-hmm. like the mall right there and we went and saw nacho libre like really late at night that. and that was one of my favorite memories also another one so i grew up going to disneyland like the first time i went to disneyland was like when i was six months old Whoa. yes straight out the gate i am a disney kid yeah. so i've been very spoiled that way so I don't like any other theme or amusement parks really? because Disney is Have like it for Six me. Flags, I went to Six Flags last October and I hated it. No. <laughs> I just, okay. Crazy, no. So like, I yes, I grew up going to Disneyland because my birthday, my mom's birthday and Jonah's birthday are all in February within weeks of each other. Mm-hmm. And so Jonah's is like four days after mine. And so growing up, that was like our birthday was to go to Disneyland mm-hmm. as a family just to get like all the birthdays like out at once yeah. just like go <laughs> but um so yes Disneyland big fan and so I I don't remember what year this was but I was either just tall enough to ride the the grizzly bear run <laughs> and grizzly like, peaks yeah whatever that whatever it's grizzly called grizzly peak is so fun it is so fun <laughs> when we went as a family when we stayed in the grand californian Ooh. we went towards the end of the night mm-hmm. we went like five times in a row like literally we're running around like <laughs> going down grizzly peak and then going back up it was so fun yes anyway so fun so i i don't remember if i was just old enough like like tall enough to ride it or have I just like never ridden it before Mm -hmm. and my dad like took me like kicking and screaming I did not want to go on this ride because I didn't want to get wet it was also February so it was cold Mm -hmm. and I did not want to get on this dang ride so he took me and he just plopped me down in the seat and buckled me and he's like we're gonna have fun okay and I was like like (laughs) seriously so we went on it and it was the funnest thing i had ever been on oh, ever good. and i had so much fun and like right after like you know like that one kid is just like they didn't want to do something and then they like secretly liked it mm-hmm. that was me yeah and so i got off and i was like hey dad and he's like what and i was like can we go again and he's like no <laughs> and i was like why not he's like you were screaming at me and crying i am not taking you on that again he took me on it again so, <laughs> yeah um yeah sorry dad (laughs) but that's like most things in life you don't want to do something and then you like you actually like it but yeah that was another fun memory i don't know i have like little like 
just random things that happened that aren't like quite like memory stories like mm-hmm. that but like one time he had gotten like the ipod classics for like christmas like you know like the one with like the huge one mm-hmm. and then had like the little like not Screen. like dial but like the thing and he had like and he was just wanted one for so long mm-hmm. and so um he finally got one and he got so excited if you have this like little like armchair with like the little like little foot rest, boy yeah so it was like a green chair hideous but the comfiest napping chair <laughs> ever and he got like so excited that he like he like kicked up his like the footrest a little too vigorously oh. and the whole chair just flipped oh. back and he was just like laying there just playing with it and i was like <laughs> Oh my gosh. That's awesome. <laughs> that just like came into my head randomly, Aww. but yes. See, that's so cute. Mm-hmm. Um, what's something that if you could tell him, what, w- what would you tell him? Um, I mean, he's watching, so like he yeah. knows everything, but like just tell him that I miss him and that yeah. I love him and that <sighs> I hope that he's proud of me, I guess, because mm-hmm. like he hasn't been around for 12 years and but he, i know that he has a front row seat to all my stupid yeah. decisions he's probably like looking at me and be like why are you doing this yeah stop talking no <laughs> like, no i'm sure he's but yeah he's proud of you yeah just hope that he's proud of me and hopes that i'm doing everything that i want to do mm-hmm. kind of thing because i've been given so many opportunities since he's been gone Mm-hmm. like with just my mom getting remarried is just one of them like mm-hmm. moving and like growing up and just becoming an adult and not like being a brat anymore <laughs> I'm, I'm still a brat in some ways but it's fine but yeah I just hope that he's proud of me yeah so, mm-hmm. I love that well I I'm going to do a twist on the ending question as many of you know that listen to the podcast i always ask everyone the same question of if you could leave a message with your family or your community or the world what would it be but i'm going to change it a little bit and ask you um what is something that you feel like your dad would want to share with people or like be remembered by in your opinion okay in my humble opinion, this was like my dad's like catchphrase. Well, one of his catchphrases, but this is the one that like actually makes sense with the question. <laughs> um, he always would say like, it's all good. But he would always be like, it's all good. Like just say it just like that. And I had to like remind myself of that. I'm like, okay, it's fine. Everything's going to be okay. Because it's all good. Everything's going to be fine. So I think that's just like a, like a little fun reminder of just like relax everything that's going to happen will be fine like don't worry about it you're gonna be okay so it's all good is what i would like to say yeah in behalf of my father what's your dad's full name my dad's full name is rodney j clark precious (laughs) well i'm happy that he was born and that he was alive and that you came from it Mm-hmm. and I think he would be proud of you. I hope so. He's yeah. pretty rad. So. <laughs> From what I do remember. Yeah. And just, like, looking back and seeing pictures of him in his music collection. Yeah. That's where I get this from. Like, yeah. my whole Spotify, like, I have a whole playlist dedicated to oldies, mm-hmm. and I hope that I've covered everything. 
because <laughs> like, like, let me know dad <laughs> he was the family dj but now i'm proud to announce that i am now the family dj yeah. my sister took the spot without really realizing <laughs> what it entailed mm-hmm. but now i am the family dj yeah and i'm very proud of that position also if you want to follow me on spotify <laughs> i'm gonna Shameless plug in plug. <laughs> i think i don't even know my name on Spotify. i think it's just like at Maisie clark or something or Maisie clark yeah you can find it or i can give emma the link and she can link it of course well <laughs> Everyone, thank you so much for listening. Thank you, Maisie, for telling your story about this. I know that it's definitely not the easiest story yeah, to talk about. Teared up there a few times, and usually yeah. that doesn't happen, but it did. So, but I'm glad that you've told it. And yeah, thank you all so much for listening. Um, you can find this on Spotify, Apple Podcast, the Anchor app. You can find it on any podcasting platform. Um, I will link Maisie's Spotify. <laughs> it's pretty stellar. Um, I'm not going to lie. It's and, like one of my pride and joys. Yeah. And there you go. Thanks so much for listening. Peace out. <laughs>